Alright, um, we will now dive into the Word of God. Uh, we will continue our study in the book of Galatians. So, we will read from Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 to 15. And I'm reading, and I will be reading from the NRSV version this time. So, if you have Bibles with you, please do read with me uh, these following verses. And as reverence to the Word of God, may I invite the congregation to please stand as we read these verses. And I'll be flashing them on the screen. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1 to 15. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Listen, I, Paul, am telling you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. Once again, I testify to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obliged to obey the entire law. You who want to be reckoned as righteous by the law have cut yourselves off from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. The only thing that counts is faith working through love. You were running well. Who prevented you from obeying the truth? Such persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast leavens the whole bunch of dough. I am confident about you in the Lord that you will not think otherwise. But whoever it is that is confusing you will pay the penalty. But my brothers and sisters, why am I still being persecuted if I am still preaching circumcision? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would castrate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become enslaved to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, Take care that you are not consumed by one another. May the Lord be worshipped and praised by the reading of His Word. Let us pray. Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, thank you for these words that we have read. Lord, guide us in all truth. Open our hearts, illumine our spirits, so that we may be receptive to your truth and to your word and apply them in our very lives. Guide us, O Lord, as we seek your truth. And as you promised, Lord God, we will find you if we seek you with all our hearts. Be with your people today, I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. So I'll be seated. We have heard Pastor Well's sermon last Sunday, and uh, very thankfully, uh, there's a few takeaways that I'd like to say. And um, one uh, good uh, thing that I think he shared with us last Sunday, I totally agree on this, is our life, our dichotomy of life. We often say this, that this is my spiritual life, this is my personal life, this is my love life, and therefore one is compartmentalized with another. But Pastor Welch shared with us that there's no such thing. It's a misnomer to have a compartmentalized life. Our love life, our work life, our personal life, all of these lives that we think we have ought to be informed and be shaped by our Christianity. 
You could not say you are only Christian at work or Christian in the church, but not at work. You could not say you cannot be Christian in your love life. All of these portions, uh, facets of our lives must be informed and shaped by our faith. That's very good. I agree with that uh, very, very well. And of course, there's one thing that he shared with us. Uh, this is also my takeaway is the dichotomy or the division between the sacred and the secular. We often say that and we teach our children that going to church is a sacred thing. It's okay. But when we watch TV, when we go to the cinema houses, it's secular. And there's no dichotomy between that. Our children will see us in the most mundane, in the banality of things. Meaning, even in the simplest thing that we do, we ought to disciple our children. There's a saying in Tagalog, pardon me for those who don't speak Tagalog here, ang sabi sa patrastas is very 90s, ang masama ay nagiging tama kung ito'y ginagawa ng mas matanda. Ibig sabihin, people, our kids will see us in the way we watch TV, in the way we answer the phone. People, our children will hear us. That's a moment of discipleship. And I agree with Pastor Well. That's a very, very good take. I personally agree with that. And of course, there's one practical application. He said that, pag nag-uusap na tayo tungkol sa church, huwag natin isama yung mga anak natin sa conversation. Because sometimes, they may not be mature enough to understand the complexity of human behavior inside the church. Uh, sabi ko nga, yeah, that's right. So from now on, I said, pag mag-uusap kami ni Donna about the church, dapat kami na lang dalawa. Kasi that is true. People will say, oh, kabeso-beso lang ng nanay, ganito, hindi siraan ng nanay ko sa... That is very, very practical. Thank you, Pastor Well, for rebuking us all that. O, ngayon na, mga magulang, pag-usapan sa church, wag yung pag-usapan ng hayagan. Kasi our children may not be able to understand the complexity of uh, relationship inside the church. Kasi we're all, ano, let's admit, we're all uh, uh, people in progress, work in progress. Sabihin, plastic yung nanay ko, kachika-chika kami sabi-so, pag-take na si sister, tayo sa ko dyan. I mean, save yourself also from the trouble. Thank you, Pastor Well. That's a very, very, very good practical way. In a way, sa ni Pastor Well, wag kayong maging marites. Thank you, Pastor Well. I've learned, that's, for me, it's a very, very wonderful thing. We'll continue now with Galatians chapter 5. Um, we've been discussing chapter 1, 2, and 3. And we've just, uh, you know, if you're reading chapter 4, uh, there's a very beautiful uh, verse there. And so, we, we have read this text, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1 to 15. And Apostle Paul is calling his brothers and sisters, giving them an admonition. Um, and there are three things that we could see from this entire narrative, from uh, chapter 5, verse 1 to 15. Three things that I'd like to bring to you today. We've seen how Apostle Paul gave an admonition to the believers in Galatia. And while he's giving that very strong admonition, he also gave a very stern warning in the middle. And lastly, he gave a very heartwarming encouragement. And I hope today we'll all learn these three things from Apostle Paul. And uh, just to uh, uh, bring you um, as we do this series, I entitled this sermon, uh, Free at Last. As, you, as we have read the uh, first chapter 
of uh, first verse of the uh, Galatians chapter 5 that we are called to freedom. And so I said, free at last. Free at what? Free to obey Christ. Free, free to do good. Freed to love. Um, I say this because, and I've mentioned here, even my previous preaching, if you will read Galatians, you would see and hear, if this is your first time to hear this sermon, you would notice that Apostle Paul was very unrelenting, in fact, a bit unforgiving with his language. Very, very strong yung kanyang language and his rhetoric. You know, you foolish Galatians. And I've said here in this pulpit, if I will say foolish living with fellowship, I know I will lose this pulpit the moment I say that. But you know, Apostle Paul cannot be a pastor of this church. Kasi masasaktan kayo sa kanya. Kasi ang tapang-tapang ni Apostle Pablo, foolish! Could you imagine that? Why? Why is this very unrelenting? Piniliwanag natin. Because the gospel message is at stake. The gospel message is at stake. Your understanding of the gospel is at stake here. And the issue here is justification. Justification. What is justification? Justification means legal standing before God. When do you become right before God? How do you become right before God? I attended a uh, care group and this question was asked of me. And I asked this, I, in return, I also asked this question. You were walking, you're a Christian, huh? let's, let's assume for the clinical discussion, this, you're a Christian, and then you were walking, and suddenly you slipped. At habang nadudulas ka, napamura ka. Kasalanan po ba magmura? Kasalanan po ba magmura? Uh, so hindi nyo kinoconsider na kasalanan yung pagmumura. Delikado tayo, Pastor Ruel. Kasalanan po ba magmura? Yung bad words? Yes, of course. Napamura si brother. Napamura si sister. Nadulas, naumpog ang ulo na bagok. Namatay. Ligtas hindi. Ligtas hindi. Sapagat tayo ay general patronage, that notion was advanced by a brother. Papaano kung namatay ako sa kandungan ng aking ibang minamahal? Napakahirap na tanong, hindi mo ba? Doon muna, wag muna tayo sa namatay sa kandungan ng ibang minamahal. Mga magulang, paliwanag yun na lang po sa mga anak nyo, anong ibig kong sabihin. This is general patronage. Now, Si brother ba na nakapagmura nung nadadulas ako? Naku po, may kutsinta. Ligtas ba ako? Ligtas po ba ako? Sino po nagsabing, oo, oh, ang pinag-uusapan natin dito, clinical discussion to. Kiko Cristiano ha, napamura ka lang talaga. Nadulas ki. Yung ibang asin yun, di naman nadudulas, nagmumura eh. Nadulas, napamura. Ligtas hindi. Pastor Ruel, ligtas o hindi? Ha? Ayaw ni Pastor Ruel. <laughs> Kasi, okay, salamat. Yun ang pag-uusapan natin ngayon. What is justification? Because if you will tell me that he is not saved, that person is not saved, your salvation will fall into work. 
You are right before God, not because of what you did, what you will be doing, but because of the finished work of Christ. At ang sabi ng Panginoon, therefore now, you're free. And that leads me to my first point. That's the admonition of Apostle Paul. Yun ang pinaglalaban ni Apostle Pablo. You are right before God because your salvation does not depend on what you did, what you're doing, and what you will do in the future. It is predicated upon, only predicated upon, the finished work of Christ. Take that. Take that. Ngayon, sabi niyo sa akin, sabi naman ng iba, papaano naman po yung namatay sa kandungan ng ibang minamahal? Sabihin po, ka siya. O, hindi nakikinig, hindi nagbabasa ng Bible. Sabi sa Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Eliktas ka naman pala, ba't ka na sa kandungan ng ibang minamahal? Maaring ligtas ka, pero hindi ka ligtas sa misis mo for sure. Tatagta rin ka niya ng pinong-pinong. I'm so sure of that. I'm saying that because I don't want us to have a wrong understanding of justification. Yes, you are right before God. Yes, you are saved. But a saved person, as a saved person, do you have a right understanding of justification? Will you, will you use that as a way for you to sin? Because sabihin ng iba, oh, justified naman pala ako. Sabi ni Brother Ray Dandan, justified ako. So I will continue to sin. I can do sin. If you're thinking about that, let Apostle Paul teach you today. That's a wrong understanding of justification. At yun ang ipinaglalaban ni Apostle Pablo. So the first thing that he's saying is that he is making admonition. Because if you will believe that your salvation is dependent on you, on what you did, what you're doing, and what you'll do in the future, you will live with no grace in life. You will be tiptoeing right every moment in life. Ang sinasabi ni Apostle Pablo, if you believe that, Kasi ang sinasabi ng mga Judaizers, if you will go to the context of this verse, it's about circumcision. How do you become a family of God? You need to, you will only become a family of God if you say, yes, you were saved by grace through faith. But, for you to maintain your salvation, you need to be circumcised. Di ba act of work yun? Ano pinakaiba yun to sa ating analogy a while ago? Why? Because if you believe that, you weaken the work of Christ. Let me read to you chapter, verse 3 to 4. For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm and do not again submit again to the yoke of slavery. Slavery to the work of the law. Slavery to sin. Wag niyong gamitin yung freedom ninyo. Wag niyong sabing justified kayo. So, anyhow, happy-happy na kayo. Ligtas naman pala ako. Pero sabi ni Apostle Pablo, don't use that freedom to be under the yoke of slavery. Nakita nyo na pala ang kabutihan, kagandahan, at kalawalhatian ni Jesus sa inyong buhay. Babalik pa ba kayo doon? A while ago, I was talking to a brother. Sabi daw nga ni Charles Spurgeon, you were formerly perhaps pigs. Ginawa kang human being. Kakain ka pa rin ba ng kanin baboy? Yun ang sinasabi ni Apostle Pablo. If you truly understand justification, you have a right standing before God. You will not use that as an excuse for the flesh. Rather, you will use that to do good. Because you're freed to do good. That's the admonition. Why? Because it weakens the work of Christ. We are saying, ay hindi pa sapat yung ginawa ni Jesus. I could still do more. I need to do more for me to please God. 
Let me state it for the record. Your salvation depends on Christ. That is the finished work of Christ. You did not do anything to earn it. You will do nothing to maintain it. It's entirely work of Christ. To maintain it, to have it, is not of your own doing. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. It is not from you, lest anyone should boast. Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin sa langit, Lord, nandito po ako sa langit kasi tinanggap ko ito sa puso ko bilang pangunit. Ang galing-galing ko nga, ano nandun ako. You cannot say that. Maglalakad ka sa langit, sabihin mo, bakit ka nandito? Kasi, Lord, tinanggap kita, ha? Tinangg- you cannot say that. Why are you in heaven? Lord, I'm here because only of your grace. I shouldn't be here. Nagdulas nga ako, napamura ako eh. Pero niligtas mo ako. I will not go far do sa mga namatay sa kandungan ng iba. You decide it. I won't go because I don't want to go to a wrong theology. But come to think of it. You are free. Don't have, don't have that wrong understanding of justification. Because if you're thinking that way, sabi ni Apostol Pablo, abe kung ganun ang isip mo, ligtas ka rin man pala at magpapakasakasalanan, check whether you're still in the faith. Baka yung faith nyo hindi genuine. Kasi ang totoong may pananampata sa Diyos, sabi ko nung last preaching, real faith will produce obedience. Real faith will produce love. I like what uh, our brother Louis exhorted us a while ago. Take it. It's very beautiful. That is faith. Hindi pwede sabihin may faith ka, tapos anyhow ang pamumuhay mo. Really? Ang totoong pananampataya, sabi ko nung last time, knowledge, right knowledge, pero hindi lang right knowledge. Yung nasabi kanina ni brother Louis sa atin, hindi lang right knowledge. You're, there must be an ascent. Are you leaving that out? Totoo ba yun sa buhay mo? And you rely on that truth. That is real faith. Yun ang pinaglalaban ni Apostle Pablo. To have that right thinking. Because if you perceive that wrongly, it will hamper you. Your work, your walk in the Lord. Anong epekto nito kapag naitindan natin yung justification? Because my dear brothers and sisters, we are all sinners. We will commit mistakes here and there. Pero ang sinasabi ng Panginoon, yes, I know perhaps there will come a time we will fall. We will perhaps commit mistakes here and there. Pero that should not hinder you from getting up, pursuing Christ's likeness all the time and every time. Bakit? Sapagat alam mo, Panginoon salamat. Lagi kayong merong great gratitude sa puso na Panginoon salamat. This mistake that I've committed you will not take it against me. But in fact, you're calling me to stand up again and walk to Christ's likeness. You're free. Kasi kung sasabihin nyo sa akin na, so, dapat obedience ka, bakit ka nga nag-o-obey? That's my question. Why do you obey God? Because you want to maintain your salvation? Let me burst your bubble. You will not be saved that way. Minamaintain mo salvation mo? Sino nagmaintain ng salvation mo? Ikaw? Ang galing mo naman. Sabihin mo sa akin, hindi ka nagkasala bago ka pumunta rito. Sabihin mo sa akin, hindi ka nag-isip ng masama sa kapwa mo. Then I'll believe you. Pero hindi eh. Kaya nga napakabuti ng Diyos. Kasi nakamali ka, medyo napaisip ka ng masama sa kapwa mo. Pero sabi ng Banalang Espiritu sa'yo, anak, nakamali ka. Lord, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Lord, that during the time that I'm sinning, you're, I'm, you're, you're 
assurance of my salvation is still there. Pero nga, lahat kong sinasabi, o oh, sinabi ni Apostol Pablo, ah, don't get me wrong, do not use that freedom to sin, to indulge. Because if you are, baka hindi kayo ang pinatutukulan ni Apostol Pablo. Why? Again, sinasabi ko, in the previous chapter, in chapter 3, ang sabi doon, real faith produces obedience. Real faith produces good works. How do you know that you're a Christian? Sabi nung isang kasama namin, nagbabay-bustady kami, dati noon, ang inuman, hinahanap nyo. Para kayong mga, ano talaga yung, ay, inuman, nanginginig kayo. Pagkatapos noon, social drinker na lang kayo. Pag nayaya na lang. Ngayon, hindi na. Kahit niyaya kayo, ayaw nyo na. Sino nagbigay sa inyo ng distaste sa kasalanan? How did you arrive to the distaste of sin? Because of you? You won't do that on your own. Why? The Spirit of God is working in you. So tama yung sinasabi ni Apostle Pablo. The assurance of salvation is there because Christ is working in us. And I hope we understand that perfectly. Because Christ is calling you to freedom. To walk in Christ-likeness. Nakakamali ba tayo? Oh, kasi nasa flesh tayo eh. May nagkwento lang sa akin kanina, naiinis ako. Ha? Ganun ba? Talaga yan ah. Bagay si Tita Eva lang kinukwento ko pag naiinis ako. Si Tita Eva naiinis ako. O, kaya si Tita Eva, aking counselor eh. Pero, pinatawad ba tayo lagi ng Diyos? Oo. Pero hindi ibig sabihin nun, lagi ako maiinis. Hindi ibig sabihin, lagi kang magkakasala. Kasi kung nagkakasala ka lagi, abay-ibang usapan yun. Why? So that's the admonition. That's the, the, the teaching of Apostle Paul. It weakens what Christ did to your life. It blurs the vision of hope in us. We can read that from verse 5. It says here, it says, For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Who leads us to all righteousness? Who guides us in all truth? Who convicts us when we are about to commit a sin? Sino po? Ang banal na Espiritu. You're not just weakening the work of Christ, you're blurring the hope that the Spirit gives you. Pag naniwala ka doon, Sabi sa akin ng isang friend natin, yung daw siyang nagkakasala dati, para lang siya nagkakape. Pero ito, mag-usap tayong tapatan. Kung nari wala tayong hindi tayo recorded nun. Nung hindi kayo kristyano, totoo yun, di ba? Para lang yung nagkakape, magkakasala kayo. Sumasama ka sa mga kandungan ng iba, nagda-drugs ka. Name it, name it, name it. Hindi ko na sabihin dito kasi tayo general patronage. Eh, no? Now, pero ngayon, iba na. Iniisip mo pa lang, sinasabi na ng Holy Spirit, anak, tama ba yan? You're thinking about that to other people. Anak, ano sabi ko, ako, Lord, pasensya ka na talagang, sorry Lord, I, I will not do it. Or even, when you committed it, napapasorry ka na, Lord, I'm so sorry. Nadala ako ng aking human flesh. That that shouldn't happen. I'm sorry. Thank you, Lord, for forgiveness. Freedom. Hindi kayong iiyak-iyak ka maghapon, magdamag. I'm not also saying, na huwag kayo mag-repent, hindi yung tinturo ng scripture, but the repentance is available to you. You can walk freely and walk in righteousness. This freedom was given to us so that we could pursue Christ's likeness. Huwag kayong matakot na lumakad sa biyaya ng Diyos because you're freed. 
And of course, it credits the work of faith and love. We read that from verse 6. It says here, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor circumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. And that is my question. Why do you serve God? Why are you here? Why do these people in the music ministry give the best that they could give for God? Yung ating mga first-time uh, uh, gatekeepers here, why are they wearing beautiful clothes? Sabi ko isang araw, para sila mga flight stewardess. Why do they give that? Because they just wanted to be good? They just wanted to, you know, show that they're beautiful people? Or are they doing that because they're afraid of us? Takot sila kay Pastor Well, nabakasitayin sila ni Pastor Well. Na kayo, mga kristyano pa man din kayo, naksimangot kayo. O ginagawa niyo yun dahil mahal niyo ang Diyos. Brother Rocky was sharing with us last Friday that when we love, the duty becomes delight. When we love, it's easy. Kahit na minsan, naalibad-barad kayo sa mga pagbumuka namin, o minsan naiinis ka sa mga kasama mo, tinutuloy mo ang paglilikot sa Diyos. Bakit? Kasi mahal mo ang Diyos. Christ matters. I love God. Well, of course, it matters. Wag naman tayo mag... Sabi na po sa Pablo, wag naman kayong magkagatan. Kahit mahal niyo si Jesus. Of course. But what I'm saying is, dear, is this. You have now have the best reason to go and serve God. Why do you give? Why do you give? Ang daming Shopee ngayon. Shopee, Lazada, Shane. Lahat ako meron ng ganong app. I'm so sorry. Thank you siya, Shane, sa aking mga damit. At sa sponsors ko. Nagbibigay ng mga... Hands me down. Ang sarap mamili. Tama? Sino rito mga addict sa Shane? Gaya ko. Pero bakit kinagbibigay sa Panginoon? Dahil gusto niyo maging sikat? O dahil mahal niyo si Jesus? Now, you ask me, why do I have that love for God? It's a product of faith. And so that's the admonition of uh, Apostle Paul. Because this is what I'm saying. The maintenance, the maintenance of our salvation is something that we don't do. We cannot please God apart from faith. I've explained that. How do you please God? Obedience ba agad? Hindi. You only please God through faith. And that faith will produce in you good works, obedience. Because if you will just please God because you just obey God directly without faith, you're a Pharisee. You're a scribe. Tama? Yun ang ginagawa ng mga eskriba para sa iyo. They just obey God. They just obey the law to the letter. But do they have faith? Wala. Do they please God? No. Apart from faith, you cannot please God. So, the maintenance of salvation is not from you. It's from God. Another is, that munition is, we sometimes want to experience God and then we thought that we can encounter God through our ritual. Dapat, pag nag-praise and worship, kailangan may drums. So, minsan, napaka-unforgiving natin, isang walang tumutugtog. Uh, again, di ko sinasabi naman sa mga music ministry, wardi-wardi lang yung pagtutugtog, ha? I'm not saying that. Pero nagkamali, akala nyo naman mga music major kayo, makatingin kayo sa kanila. You become gracious. Why? Because their mistake there will not hinder you, hamper your worship to God. Tama? Nagkamali lang si Ems dito. Grabe naman inyong Ems, pinagtanggol kita this time. Grabe naman inyong sitahin. Hindi naman kayo makakanta. You know what I mean? Because we thought that, ay, naku, nagkamali. Nasira yung moment ko sa pag-worship. 
Because you thought you can experience God through that. Bago ka pumunta rito, nag-worship ka na ba? Kaya nga sabi ko, minsan ayaw akong, eto ha, tatapating ko na kayo. Kaya minsan ayaw akong sabihin na worship ministry yun eh. You know why? Because that's not just worship. You sitting here listening to the word is worship. You giving your tithes and offering is worship. You coming here, having fellowship is worship. Everything that you do is worship. Not just singing. We have reduced worship through singing. Sinita nyo sila na mali sila sa kanilang pagtutugtog. Kasi akala nyo yun ang worship. Pero bago kayo pumunta rito, nag-worship na ba kayo? Your life, you coming here is already worship. Tama? Mali ba ako sa theology na yon? Sige, magdebate tayo ngayon na. No. Even before you come here, your stand should be worshiping. Akala ng mga tao, kaya ngayon, ngayon, mga worship ministry, wag naman ito maging dahilan. Sabi ni pastor, okay lang so, they will not, you know, mag, wag tayo mag-practice. Mali. Sabi ni Apostle Pablo, do not use your freedom to indulge. Oh, balansehin natin, ha? Mamaya, mali, mali yung theology nyo. I'm saying that because it frees the people here that when they, when they did mistake, alam nyo, misip nagkakamali sila, para sila manghilo-talilo, nag-uusap-usap pa sila doon. Sabi niya, pasupasensya na po, magkini pa pasensya sa akin. Hindi <laughs> naman ako nagkamali, kayo. <laughs> Basta ako, magsasermon ako. Sabi ni Ems, pasupas na po, pumunta po kayo para yung, di ba, si Pastor Well, ginagawa ito eh. Pakanta siya rito, kung naman, masabay siya. Sabi ko, hindi na ako nagagawin yan, Emily, at so yung mga person worship leader. Kasi kung gagawin ko yan, kakanta talaga ako, huwag ka nang kumanta, ako na lang lahat. Why do I say that? Because sometimes we want to experience God through that. It frees them. It frees them from the burden of performing. Hindi naman sila tumutugtog para sa inyo eh. Tama? Kayo naman, you worship God through them. So sila, nafi-free up sila dun sa burden na, naku, marami na naman akong bashers ngayon, nakamali ako. Let them serve God. Kayo naman, mag-worship lang kayo sa Panginoon. Because you cannot experience God through that. Kung ganun ang experience through that, Huwag kayong pumunta sa ibang denominasyon. Galing po ako sa conservative Baptist. Imnaryo lang kami for life. Bawal, bawal po malakpak noon. Nung kami sa aming church, bawal po malakpak. Mag-hallelujah kami yung hallelujah. Ngayon, church namin, kung hallelujah, nabibingi nga ako minsan, hindi namin pwedeng gawin. But I've experienced God there. Why? It's not about ritual. Don't think that you will have experienced God through that. Worship God through your life. Manalangin kayo, magbasa kayo ng Biblia, kahit mali si Emily dito, you will still worship God. But Ems, don't commit mistake, ha? Another is the false understanding of the gospel. Sometimes we don't understand the God. We attempt to reduce God. Ang dami nating reduction sa Diyos. Ang dami nating notion na mali sa Diyos. Hindi ako magaganto. Hindi ko kasi na-claim ng tama, kaya hindi ito binigay sa akin. Remember what I've said? You're praying. Praying hard. Lord, I want this thing to, to be given to me. And it's good. Pray. And we will pray for you. And then the Lord suddenly did not give it to you. Tatanungin nyo kami. Kulang ba pa na ng palataya namin? Hindi. Hindi lang talaga siya gusto ng Diyos. It's the sovereignty of God. And then you say, Lord, you give, you take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You trust the sovereignty of God. It frees you. Kaya nga, maintindihan nyo bakit galit si Apostol Pablo. Kasi, the right understanding of the gospel brings them to uninformed life in Christ. 
But I am not saying this, that since that it's, we're justified before God, you're free. I'm not saying, my dear brothers and sisters, that we are ought to set aside the law and set aside the moral standards of God. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I've been saying that. Don't hear what I am not saying. Because Christians are called to serve and love one another. That's still God's moral standards. Am I right? Am I right? Hindi ibig sabihin na, oh, grace na pala kami under the law. So, magsalita na lang ako kahit kanino dyan. Awayin ko na lang si Pastor Owen. Kasi under the grace naman ako eh. No. Christians are called to serve and love one another. We are called to follow God's moral standards, God's moral law. Not as a means to justify, justify yourself. That's as a means of justification, but a product of our faith and our love for Christ. Ang sinasabi natin dito mga kapatid, why are you doing what you're doing? It has to be for faith and for the love of Jesus. So that is the first point. There's a strong admonition to the people of God. And secondly, there's a very stern warning. Ito, para ito sa amin, sa mga teacher. O kung hindi kayo tuturo, pwede muna kayong makinig. Ito ang warning. There's a very strong warning if you read chapter 7 up to 12, there's a very strong warning na inimpose at binigay ni Apostle Pablo to the people of God. Particularly those people who are unsettling this, this, this uh, uh, propagating this teaching. Kasi alam ninyo, if you would understand the history, these people are very influential in the church. They have crept into the church and they somehow and somehow um, persuaded Peter. Kaya si makapasa ninyo sa scripture, may, may kaunting alingas nga si Peter at si, si Paul. Kaya ko ang pangalan mo ay Peter Paul. ba? May talagang merong dichotomy yun. Kasi medyo nag-away sila ng konti. Sabi ni Paul, di ba, nabasa niya sa scripture, sabi niya, Paul, anong nangyari sa'yo in the earlier in Galatians? Kanina sabi mo, okay, yung mga gentas, ngayon, sumama ka sa mga circumcision party. What's this, Peter? Sabi ni Apostol Pablo. Well, of course, nagkasudo rin sila. Magkasama sila sa langit ngayon. But what I'm saying is this, there are people in the church, there are people in the church who will creep in and propagate this wrong teaching. I hope you will not go legalistic. You will also not go antinomian. Again, sinasabi ko rito, you are free, you are saved, you are justified. But don't use that to say, I will do sin. That's not what Bible is teaching us. There's a very strong warning. In fact, ang sabi ni Apostle Pablo, kung nakarinig kayo ng ganun, disregard that teaching. I hope, sabi niya, you will not accept that view. I hope you will not accept that view. Naakala nyo, live in with the fullness of God's grace. You're called to freedom, mga kapatid. Gamitin nyo yung kalayaan na yun, doon gamawa ng mabuti, sundin ng Diyos. Mag-obey kay Jesus. Huwag nyo hanapin ang inuman. Hindi ko sasabihin na hayaan nyo hanapin kayo ng inuman. Hindi ko sabihin yun. Layuanin nyo yun. ba? Yung mga maling relasyon, huwag nyo hanapin. Layuan nyo yung mga maling relasyon. Kaya nga sinasabi natin dito, yung kausap ko yung isang sister, sabi ko, alam mo sis, sabi ko, minsan ano, kaya nga sabi ko, wag natin tutuksuhin at tutunan yun eh. Bakit ka single? Bakit ganyan? Don't ask that. You know why? 
Because you don't know the work of God in that person's life. Ang sabi ko sa isang sister, alam mo sis, tukso na lang tukso sa'yo, no? Kasi alam niyo naman, tati maraming single, di ba? Sino rito single? Meron po ba? Ha? Marami. Okay. That's good, that's good. No, 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 no issue. That's good. Now, sabi ko, minsan nyo, single ka, tinutukso-tukso sa church, ha? Ha, binawalan na namin kayo, ha? Huwag nyo ngang tukso-tukso yung mga single dito. Hayaan nyo silang magpakasingle kung gusto nila. Wala tayong pakialam sa buhay nila. I'm saying that because not only is it intrusion, it's offensive. Bakit? Sabi ko doon sa sister, uh, disregarding false teaching. That's not walking in freedom. Kasi isipin ng sister na the only way for her to serve God, the only, the best way she could live her life is through marriage. Tama? Kayo namang may mga asawa, kala nyo naman nasasaya-saya nyo, hindi naman kita talaga masaya araw-araw eh. Huwag tayo magplastikan. Kaya kayo mga single, mapalad kayo. But I'm happily married. I'm so sorry to say that. Donna, I'm happily married. I love you. Kasi sasabihin niya, ano naman sinasabi mo sa congregation na gano'n? Pati ka masaya Sobrang saya ko sa aking asawa. Sobrang saya ko. I'm saying that because sabi ko dun sa sister, you might be missing what God is doing, asking God to, to uh, asking, uh, what God is asking you to do. Nasa akala mo, para sa may asawa, pero you're called pala for single blessedness. To serve God unhamperedly. Kasi totoo, pag may asawa ka, marami ka na rin consideration. Totoo naman yun. Pero ikaw, wala kang ganun. So don't miss it. Kaya please, pag may nagtanong sa inyo, bakit ka pa single, sabi mo sa kanilang, itanong nyo kay Lord. <laughs> si Lord ang bala sa akin. Totoo yan. Mga single, lagi ko sasabihin to. Don't let your singleness be a hindrance for you to serve. Don't let anyone say that. Ano man ang inyong sitwasyon, ano man yung civil status sa buhay, whether it's married, not, or complicated, don't let be a hindrance. Be free to walk in the knowledge of God. Be free to serve God. Hindi lang pag-aasawa ang way para maging masaya. Yan ang sinasabi ko. At kung kayo may asawa, maging masaya kayo sa inyong asawa. Huwag maghanap sa kandungan ng iba. Warning. Bakit? Anong warning ni Apostol Pablo? Very stern. Ang sabi niya, those who will unsettle you with this kind of teaching, not only on this, those will hamper you from pursuing Christ like this, sabi niya, they will receive their penalty. Yung mga maling teaching eh. Galit kami dyan ni eh, Pastor Well. Lahat kami rito galit sa mga wrong teaching. Bakit? Imagine mo magturo ko rito ng mali. Ilan kayong dinamay ko sa maling turo ko? And I hope I'm not saying things. Kayon, kung mali naman ako, i-correct nyo ako. Di i-correct natin next Sunday. No problem. I'm okay. Kasi mas maigna correct ako kaysa sa hindi. Imagine the multiplication of error. So sabi niya po sa Pablo, warning. If you're teaching, be very careful. Study the Word of God. Attend our classes. Uh, promotion, Tita Eva, kapagalitan ako, sabi ni Boss Eva ko, i-promote natin yung ano ha. Oh, that's true. Because that's very important. As teachers, as teachers, we should be very careful in what we teach. And I hope as well that I am teaching well. Kung may pagkakamali ako, tell me, I will happily, if by doctrine ha, pero sa totoo lang po, by God's grace, Bago po ako tumayo rito, inaaral ko po talaga yung doktrina. I might missay something. I'm not infallible. I will commit mistake here and there because I'm a human being. 
But I, with the help of God, if it's a doctrine issue, I try to be very, very, very careful. I might have missaid something. And for, pardon me for all the two years that I have preached here. If I did missteps on saying something, I'm not infallible. But I am very, very confident to say this. Na pagdating sa doktrina, awa ng Diyos, talagang extremely careful kami ni Pastor Ben. If we're not sure, we will not say it. If we're sure, we will say it. Because you need to learn. Because sabi ng, ano, sabi ng ni Apostle Pablo yung warning niya, those who cripple you, yung mga, mga nagsasabi ng maling kotawan, should emasculate themselves. Meaning, what he's saying is this, to cripple themselves. Ang tindi na Apostle Pablo, eh, no? So pag may maling teacher para sabihin, sana, parang ganito yung sabi ni Apostle Pablo, in the local parlance, sabi ng scripture ba, emasculate themselves? In other words, mapilay sana sila. Ang tindi, no? Hindi pwede maging pastor si Apostle Pablo dito sa Living Word. Marami siyang bashers for sure. So, hindi ako may sabi niya, you read the scripture, emasculate your, you, have you googled the word emasculate? Weaken, to cripple. Mapilay. Mapilayan sila. Not only, perhaps, no, perhaps not physically, but their teaching. Huwag silang magkaroon ng moral foregrounding. And I hope we will have that. Why? Because these Judaizers who are teaching that your salvation will be maintained by you, your salvation, you must do something, you must be circumcised in order for you to become a family of God, is actually legalism. Ano yung legalism? Legalism is this. It's an antidote doon sa justification. I need to do something in order for me to, write, to be right before God. I'm not saying, sinabi ko kanina, let me be very clear with this, God did not set aside God's moral law. Because the function of the law is for us to see God and His righteousness. God is not invalidating that. But if you're using that for you to be saved, you're wrong. You are obeying God because that's a byproduct of your faith. Paulit-ulit kong sasabihin, para hindi tayo magkamali. So, ito ang nangyayari. Legalism. I wanted to please God in my own right. Siguro pag ginawa ko ito, mapiplease ang Diyos sa akin. Pero ginagawa mo ba yung kapatid ng may pananampalataya? O ginagawa mo lang yon kasi nagiging legalistic ka? Minsan nag-uusap kami ni Pastor Ruel. Alam mo, Pastor Ruel, minsan marami rin tayong mga requirement sa church na feeling ko, I feel, ha? of course, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can correct me next Sunday na feeling ko legalistic na. Of course, huwag yun namang itigil yung magandang damit ng pray, ano yan, ng, uh, ng ano, ng uh, gatekeepers na para silang, sabi ko kanina, wow, sampong flight natin. Beautiful. I'm not saying na hindi mag tumugtog ng, kasi lagi diba, yung ating mga praise and worship leaders, iisa ang damit lagi pag ano, puti lahat. Those are not bad. That's beautiful. Pero kung ginagawa niyo yon because you wanted to please God in your own right, I don't think God will accept that. But if you're doing that because it's just beautiful, it's for God, it's for Jesus, why not? Why not? Hindi namin impose na kayo ay magsuot dito ng lasong malaki, magpahaba ng buhok, at magsuot ng kulay blue. At dapat sabay-sabay tayong magkumpas ng kamay na pag-praise, dapat left lang at right. Hindi natin. Legalism. Baka may ganun tayo, Pastor Well, kailangan natin yung alisin. Although hindi pa naman kami nagsasabing kailangan nakalaso lang. Pag hindi maganda ang gupet, 
well, hindi ko naman sasabihin hindi ako magaganito ha. Sabi ko kay uh, Pastor Well, minsan gusto ko rin parang ano, may mga bagong pasong, may mga Japorms sila, no? Kaya nung naka-turtleneck ako nung isang araw, wow, pastor, naka-turtleneck ka. Pagsisihan nyo yan sa mga kasalanan nyo. Naka-turtleneck lang ako, ha? Ang dami ko. But pinuri naman nila ako, bagay daw sa akin. Kaya ngayon, nag-t-shirt na lang ako. Baka itong bling-bling na to, pansinin nyo pa, ha? Cross yan, cross. Legalism. Does it make me holy? Of course not. But it doesn't make you holy either. Right? Now, hindi ko ba sinasabi pumunta kayo rito ng mga anyhow na damit. Come to God, dress properly because it's right before God because you love Jesus. Because you want to go to church, best dress for God, for Jesus. Why not? Basta sabihin niyo, ang best dress ko po kasi, two-piece eh. <laughs> Sabi niya po sa Pablo, do not use your freedom for self indulgence. Oh, alam niyo na ang sinabi ni Apostol Pablo. That's a warning. There's legalism. You know why? This is also what Eve missed. Si Eve. Sabi ni St. Clair Ferguson, and I'd just like to quote this, legalism simply means separating the law of God from the person of God. We always think that way. And Eve actually missed that according to St. Clair Ferguson. But she has lost sight of the true God of God himself, thus abstracting his law from his loving and generous person. She was deceived into hearing only law as a negative deprivation. Pag sinabing negative deprivation, bawal. Di ba? And not as a wisdom of Heavenly Father. This is what the early that Israelites of the old have missed. When the, law, when, the, when the Lord gave them the law, they just heard the law. They did not hear the lawgiver. When they heard the law, they just focused on the law, but not the lawgiver. The law isn't bad. Sinabi ko na, there's a function of the law. In fact, if you will read one book on law versus grace, I want and I recommend this book, The Whole of Christ, Sinclair Ferguson. Because the, law did not, the Lord did not invalidate the law. The grace did not invalidate the law. If you read Apostle Paul, he's not saying that. He's not saying it. In fact, sabi nga natin, one of the function of the law is to guide the believer to obedience. So alam niyo yung inyong sinusunod. God's moral law was not invalidated by Jesus Christ. Kaya nga, your justification will produce good works. Your justification will produce obedience. Kasi to obey God, to love others, to love Jesus, and to do all these things, to love your neighbor, is part of the law. And he said this, the gospel never overthrows God's law for the simple reason that both the law and the gospel, and I find this very refreshing, are expressions of God's grace. Why is there a law? The purpose of law is for us to see the righteousness of God and our inability to follow it. And since that we know that we're unable to follow that law, we will ask the grace of God to obey that moral law. So again, we fall into the grace of God. And so sabi ko nga, tama si Sinclair Ferguson. The law and the gospel, sometimes we pit them together. But actually, no. God's law and God's grace are expression of God's grace and the gospel to us. Grace confirms the law and its true character. 
it confirms the character of God, His holiness, yung law, and your inability to follow it. And so that's now, again, now that you're unable to follow it, you will say, Lord, how can I love my neighbor? How can I love these people who ostracized me? People who betrayed me? People na pinagchismisan ako? People na binetray ako? How can I love these people? How can I forgive them? Pasinutos ng Diyos, di ba? God's moral law. The grace of God will come in. You are now free because Christ has set you free from the bondage of sin. You can, dear brothers and sisters, you can love. You can obey God. You can pursue truth. You can, by the help and by the empowering of the Holy Spirit, you can pursue Christ's likeness. True, Christians are not perfect. True. But it's also not true that Christians are not towards perfection. Let me say that again. It is not true that Christians are perfect. We're not perfect. But we are towards perfection. Because we are towards Christ-likeness. And if you're not going to Christ-likeness, I need to ask you, are you in the faith? Do you have a genuine faith? Have you had the saving faith of Christ? Because true Christian will point towards Christ-likeness. Sabi ko nga kanina, nagkakaroon ka ng distaste sa kasalanan. If you're experiencing that, Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit is at work in your life. Dati gusto mo nang inuman, ayaw mo na. Gusto mo yung ganyang mga panoorin, ayaw mo na. Gusto mo lagi nagmumura, ayaw mo na. Bakit? Nakakaroon ka ng distaste sa kasalanan. Christ, likeness. And finally, I'll end here because this is the encouragement of God. We're called to liberty. We're called to freedom. You're free. Nung kayo hindi pa kristyano, you're under the bondage and the yoke of slavery of sin. Tama? Ginagawa nyo ng mabuti, pero you don't know what you're doing that, you don't know what you're heading into. But now that you're freed in Christ, you are free to serve God. You're free to love. You can forgive. You will be enabled to forgive. At ito testimony ng isang kapatiran sa akin. Alam mo, there's no way I can forgive that brother of mine. There's no way. Sinaktan ako ng tao na yan. Because of Jesus Christ, I don't know why. I've learned to forgive them. Sabi ko, it's not you. It's the freedom of Jesus in your life. That's the evidence of freedom. Mga taong nanakit sa inyo, sige, huhugot ako rito. Mga asawang iniwang kayo, mga sinakta ng puso nyo, nagloko, pero bakit napatawad nyo? Kayo ba yon? Kung kayo lang eh, paradtarin nyo ng pinong-pino eh. Pero bakit nyo pinatawad? Mga anak ninyong nagkasala sa inyo, bakit nyo pinatawad? Hindi kayo. You are free. Yun ang sign ng freedom ni Jesus. You're free. Bakit wala na yung baggage sa akin? Kasi pinalaya na ako ni Jesus. Kaya kong magpatawad. Kaya kong magmahal. So don't let anyone take that away from you. You're free to love. You're free to serve. Serve one another. Maglingkod tayo sa bawat isa. Be happy that you are a gatekeeper. Sorry ah, kayo ang ano ko ngayon, favorite ko ngayon mga gatekeepers. Ang gaganda kasi nilalo na yung kanilang flight stewardess attendant. Sabi ko lang ah, yung, ano yung, wag naman masyadong mababa yung, ano ah, kasi, ay welcome po sister, nasa baba, nasa mga tiyan. Dapat lagi nandito lang sa ano. But anyway, free to serve. 
those music ministry, free to serve God. Young adult ministry, free to serve God. Next gen, free to, free, free, free to serve God. Young people, women of worth, men of honor. Nasaan man yung mga men of honor dito? Mga isa nawawala yung mga men of honor natin. Free to serve God. Free to serve God. You can do it because you're freed by Jesus. Capable kayo na gawin yun. Huwag niyo sabihin mahirap. Hindi totoo yung kanta na sa inyo ngayon. The, the, the song of rapper Andrew E. does not apply to you anymore. Gusto kong bumait, pero di ko magawa. Magagawa nyo na. Sa pamamagitan ng balal na espiritu sa freedom na binigay ni Jesus. Because you know, I'll end here. What is freedom? That's a misnomer. What is freedom? The dictionary gave this definition. Freedom is the ability to act without restraint. That is true. But I like the second line, what freedom is all about. To fulfill one's purpose without hindrance. So let mag-usap tayo. What is your purpose? Anong purpose ng iyong buhay? Bakit rito? Bakit tinawag ng Diyos? Why are you here? Why did that call you? Why did God even show you His mercy and grace? Why? Why are you living? Freedom is this. For you to fulfill and to act that purpose. Find it. Discern it. I spoke to some people here whom I know, perhaps in my heart, been called by God. Sabi ko sa kanila, hindi ko ngayon sinasabing magpastor kayo kasi hindi lang naman yun ang calling ng Diyos. I feel that you are called by God. Discern it. Because you have to fulfill the purpose of God in your life. Because that is true freedom. To fulfill your purpose without hindrance. In the 15th century, the, the Reformation, they were guilt-ridden. Guilt-ridden. That's the answer of the Reformation to them. Ngayon ang tanong ito eh. In the 21st century, the problem of the souls in the 21st century is this. Self-identity. You don't know who you are. But the world will tell you, just do it. Be yourself. My question is, do you know yourself? Do you know why you live? Do you know why you are called by God? People will say, be yourself. Diba yan ang identity mo? Yan ang sexual identity mo? Sige, you just act. Be yourself. But is that who you are? Isn't that your identity is deeply rooted in who Christ is? It's not defined about your, of your past. It's not defined on what you do now, what your work, or whatever you are, or your intellectual capacity, or even your educational achievement or attainment. Your identity is deeply rooted on who Christ is. That is freedom. Kaya nga sinasabi namin sa church na ito, Natutuwa kami, meron kasi nag-survey sa ating church. Natutuwa sila na yung ating mga nasa household service industry are well accepted here. In fact, very much part of the life and ministry of this church. Sinabi namin doon sa nagre-research, because our theology here is this. Our identity is in Christ. We don't care what you do Monday to Friday. Huwag namang drugs ang ginagawa nyo or prostitution, whatever. No? Masama yon. But what I'm saying is, all labor is dignified. There's dignity in labor. Don't let anyone, mga kapatid na nasa household, don't let anyone trample you because of what you do. There's dignity in labor. Your identity is not what you do. Your identity is in Christ. Be free. Be free. And those people who are here, you have a bad past, be free. 
Your identity does not depend on that. That is what Paul is calling. That is true freedom, to fulfill your purpose without hindrance. And I hope, my dear brothers and sisters, we will accept the admonition of Apostle Paul, be warned, and be encouraged. What is your identity? What is your purpose? We are called to Christ's likeness. Let us pray. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for the wonderful word that you have given us today. Lord, help us to understand that we are justified in faith in you, that there's nothing that we've done, there's nothing we will do to make that salvation away from us. But Father, having that belief as well, may this truth, may this freedom give us this impetus, this drive to serve you, to love you, and out of that faith, Lord God, it will produce goodness, love, commitment, and service to you. Father, lead your people today. Encourage them that whatever it is in their lives right now, whatever journey that they may have right now, Lord, they should just walk and pursue Christ's likeness. Pursue you through and through, Father, because you've made them free. Father, I pray for those people who will be in their workplaces for this coming week. Bless them. And Father, I pray that you will be with them. Father, I also pray for those people who might have uh, something in their hearts today, something that bothers them. Father, may these words encourage them that you love them, that you are with them, and that you will always understand wherever they are. And so I pray, Father, that this church will be a gracious church, a church that understands that people are in the process of sanctification, People are rough numbers. And so, Father, we will be kind to one another. We will serve one another. We would love one another. Be with us always, now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Let us all stand to receive the benediction. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body kept blameless at the coming of Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. May the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and the grace of Jesus be with you all. All of the people will, of God will respond with amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, my dear brothers and sisters. And for those of you who join us online, thank you. And we'll see you again next week. Maraming pong salamat.